0: Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families
1: trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van, uh, I'd love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup, uh, that's where I get ready, that's where my clothes are, that's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over, like, time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones especially during times like these, I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others and, you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the door. So important. The toilet, so important.
0: The toilet handle. Don't forget oh. the toilet handle.
1: <laughs> so remember, when, when it counts, counts trust, trust Clorox. Clorox. Hello my faithful and fellow listeners, welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing I am your host, The Apex, Um, and I'm pretty sure you can tell from the title of this episode what this episode is going to be about, for sure, for sure, this is the Joker review. Now I know the Joker has been out for I think two weeks now, but um, has it been two weeks? I think it's been two weeks now. Yeah, I think it's been two weeks. Um I saw it for the first time last weekend. And then I saw it again last night. Uh so I wanted to see it two or three times before I did a review. Because I feel like it's kind of a um it's a movie where if you blink or you look away, you'll miss something. Because I'm I'm we're we gonna get into it. Don't worry about it. We're gonna get into it, but Before I get into it, shout-out to Osita Brand. Make sure y'all go follow Osita Brand on Instagram, O-S-I-T-A Brand. All one word, Osita Brand. Make sure you go hit up their Kickstarter as well. Uh, Shout-out to What Occasion. If you're planning a trip, party, a get-together, a kickback, a bar mitzvah, a wedding, a wedding reception, make sure you go with What Occasion. No matter what the occasion, go with What Occasion. And shout-out to Lechosa's Hot Sauce. The greatest, most tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. Make sure you go shop at www.LechosasHotsauce.com. L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S. Lechosas Hot Sauce. All one word on Instagram. And shop at www.LechosasHotsauce.com. Located right here in the great state of Tennessee. In the city of Nashville. Um... Make sure y'all go listen to the Achoza Hot Sauce interview. The will brand interview. A what a what occasion interview is gonna be coming up soon too. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I, I I'm not gonna try to talk about too much else on this episode. I'm gonna just keep it about the Joker. There's some other stuff I'm gonna address, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till the next the next episode on that. Oh, also, if you're an artist. I don't care what form of art it is. It could be a drawer, painter, sculpting, um, rapping, singing, country music, jazz, interpretive dance. I don't I don't care what form of art it is. Um, I'm trying to set up some interviews to help people promote their art on on this platform because I feel like you have a platform that, that you have a number of a numerous amount of people that listens to your platform, whether it's 50 listens per episode, 4 listens per episode, 12 listens per episode, 1,000 listens per episode. You have to remember that at one point you were at that point where no one was buying your product. Nobody was buying into your product. Nobody was listening, looking watching your product, but through consistency and through promotion from other people that helps you out. I hate when people say, yo, I did this all myself. No, you did not. No, you didn't. There's been people along the way that's like, yo, y'all should check this out. Yo, y'all should listen to this. You didn't do all of that by yourself. Stop saying this you did. Um... But yeah, I feel like I have a platform where if you are up and coming and you're trying to start out or whatever, you're trying to get your name out there, you're trying to get your product out there, you're trying to get your art out there for people to buy it or just for people to listen to it or just for people to see it, even if it's only once, come to Podcast About Nothing, man. Hit me up in my direct messages at... I'm going to make an ad for this as well. I'm going to make an ad for it too. But hit me up on Instagram. In my direct messages at podcast about nothing, or on Twitter in my DMs, pod about nothing. And uh, yeah, man, let's set up an interview. You know what I'm saying? Get your name out there, uh I think that I think that's it. I think I try to make it five minutes. I don't think I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to ramble on for this to be five minutes. I'm not going to do it. But make sure that you do go f- uh, look out for my other podcast with my co-host Jade. It's called Beards and Bonnets. It can be found on all podcast platforms. Go follow our Instagram at Official Beards and Bonnets. Follow the Twitter, BeardsBonnets. I think that's it. All right, so let's get into the Joker review. Let's get into it. Now, I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. At Lechosa's Hot Sauce. Again, it's www.lechosashotsauce.com. Pick up a bottle and let them know that Podcast About Nothing sent you. Now, I know you've been enjoying this episode. And you're probably thinking in your head right now, damn, Apex, what is it now? What What, what do you got to tell me about now? I need to tell you about recording your own podcast and getting it distributed. Only by using Anchor. All right, so so let me explain. See, first off, it's free. Also, there are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Castbox FM, and many many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and that is Anchor. So make sure you go download the free, free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, so check it. I don't know if y'all have seen the Joker review. I mean, not Joker review. Y'all have seen the Joker movie or not. I don't know if you've been watching any Joker reviews, reading any watching any or whatever. Uh spoilers are coming on this episode. So if you don't want to be spoiled, hear any spoilers, listen to this episode after you see the movie. The episode will still be available on Anchor FM, iTunes, Castbox FM, Stitcher Podcast. I think Peapod is one. Um Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, it'll still be available. It'll still be there. Feel me? So just, just come back and listen to it. If you don't care about the spoilers, that's fine. Now, the Joker, or Joker, it's just called Joker. Let's get one thing straight, okay, everybody? This is not a DC Comic Universe movie. This is not incorporated into the DCU. This is not a DC, I don't even remember seeing DC Comics stamp pop up on the screen at all. Now, I did see Warner Brothers, so there's that. But DC Comics, DCU, all of that stuff, nah, I ain't see it. I ain't see it, B. This was, perhaps, my choice of movie of the year. I'm going. I'm rocking with it. This got to be movie of the year. This is getting the about nothing stamp of approval. President Apex approves of about nothing nation. I approve. This is movie of the year. Joaquin Phoenix should win an Oscar for best leading actor in a motion picture at the Oscars. For sure. This is Oscar of the year. I mean, Oscar movie of the year award winning capabilities right here, man. It was a great movie. Like, there's nothing else I can really say about it. It was a great movie. I'll give it like a 4.9. Yeah, I'll give it like a 4.1. I had high hopes for Lion King this year. I had high hopes for Aladdin this year. I had, You know what? I had high hopes for Dumbo. But Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips, Joker, it delivered. It delivered. My favorite movie of the year right here, easily. I've seen it twice. First of all, I've seen it twice because it was that good. Also, I've seen it twice for y'all, for the audience, for the review. Because you can't just review off of one hit. You know what I'm saying? You got got to get a couple of them in there. Great movie, man. Great movie. There were some parts where I went to go see it last night and last weekend. There were some parts last night, I was like, damn, I don't remember that part. Did I look away at some point? Like, There were some parts that was happening, I was like, I don't remember that happening when I went to go see it on opening weekend. I was wondering if I looked away at some point and I missed it, but I caught every frame, every scene, every glimpse, I was looking for stuff in particular, right? Because I knew I was going to come with the review today. So I'm watching the review. I mean, I'm watching the movie. <clears throat> I'm watching the movie. And my um, fault, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sick. So my throat was a little dry from all the talking. But I'm watching the movie. I'm just tuning in, dog. I'm just watching it. I'm like, dog, this movie is fantastic. This movie is great. But then There was parts where my mind... Well, that's how I was last weekend. Like, dog, this movie is great. Last night, when I was watching it, there was stuff that I was looking for and stuff that I saw that I didn't notice before. And I'm watching the movie and from the beginning, you get the Joker doing uh, putting his fingers in his jaw to make his mouth form that smile, and he started to tear up. Now, I don't know if he was tearing up because maybe he was stretching his cheeks too far, and you know what I'm saying, it just hit a nerve, and it probably made him tear up, or was he sad? And he was trying to make himself smile, but the tears started to fall because he was sad. Either way, either way, how I took that scene from this uh, second go-around of seeing the movie, it hurts for him to smile through all of the pain that he's going through, having the mental illness, being schizophrenic, being pushed around and bullied by the world. It pains him to smile. That's how I took it from the second go-around of seeing this movie. It pains him to smile. He does the same thing to Bruce. Baby Bruce, when he sees baby Bruce, he puts his fingers in baby Bruce's jaw and forces him to smile. That was such a Joker thing to do to me. So, spoiler alert. Joker has schizophrenia. And uh, one thing about schizophrenia, uh, not in all cases, but there are some cases where laughter is just a body, not even body, it's just a mental reaction that their body has. And it doesn't match their mood at all. It's laugh. And that's an actual theme of schizophrenia, not in all cases, but there has been cases of that where people with schizophrenia laugh at, at the most inappropriate time, even when they don't want to. That's just a reaction that happens um, One thing I did notice too is that he had this laugh where like. <laughs> Like that, that was his schizo laugh, but then he learned how to control it and do it on his own. So I, that makes me view the Joker a bit different because there's times where the Joker is laughing and everybody knows that that's the universal Joker laugh. That That's the universal Joker laugh. All Jokers have that, 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 type of laughter but now it makes me wonder was that always him laughing or was or was some of those laughters you know his schizo laugh was him laughing like that because of his schizophrenia so now I'm viewing them differently because I knew that there was something wrong with Joker like To do the horrible things that he's done, there has to be something wrong with him, right? So, I didn't know that it was schizophrenia, though. And apparently it's schizophrenia. Which is very interesting. So, one thing I feel like people need to understand about Joker, the movie, is that it's not claiming that if you have schizophrenia, you become this murderous, sociopath. That's not what they're saying. They're just be mindful how you treat people with mental illnesses. That's all. That's why I, that's that was the big takeaway from this movie. So anyway, um Joker is well, in the movie his name is uh Arthur Fleck. And Arthur is a street performing clown. Where it's like, oh, we have this sale going on. I need to bring in business. Let me call up, I think it was called Ha Ha's. And they provide street performing clowns. So he's doing a sign turning thing and all that stuff. Some kids come and knock the sign off of his head. They run off with the sign. He's chasing them down. And then they hit him with the sign. The sign breaks over his face. Then they start jumping him. I remember watching. I'm like, dog, if my son ever becomes that type of hoodlum like that, I'm letting him sit in jail. And if he doesn't get arrested, he's catching these hands for sure. You're not going to be doing that to people because you don't know what that person is going through. More on that later. So, he goes back to his job. His job is like, yo, you lost the sign. Just get the sign back to him and all that stuff. And then he goes see his psychiatrist. Well, not even a psychiatrist. She was more of a um, caseworker. Asking how things are going. Are you writing in your notebook? I give you a notebook to write in. Or are you writing in your notebook? He hands over the, the notebook. And he says that he's been writing jokes inside of there. So, she's, she's looking through. And one thing that she points out is him saying that hopefully my death has more meaning than my life, right? Not right, but he said, hopefully my life, my death has more meaning than my life. And so, um, Arthur was saying that he always felt like he never existed and all that stuff. And there were some parts where she was just completely unresponsive to the things that he was saying. More on that later. So he leaves, and um, well, actually, hold on. Let me backtrack. When he got the sign taken from him, there was this dude. His name is Rodney, I think, or Randy. It was something with an R. It was something with an R. I think it was Rodney, but um, Rodney gave him a gun. I think it was a thirty-eight. Gave him a gun. It was like, boom. You know what I'm saying? You got to start protecting yourself. Arthur was like, oh, nah, you know what I'm saying? They were just kids. I should have let them go. Nah, 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 nah. You got to protect yourself. Right? So he takes a gun. He takes a gun. And um, this little person walks in. It was like, yo, Artie, the boss wants to see you. So then Rodney tells the, uh, the little person, so when you... When you, when your people play miniature golf, is it miniature golf or is it just regular golf? Arthur goes (laughs) and just stops. So that right there tells me he has control over his laugh. But then he also has spontaneous episodes where he can't control it, it just overtakes him. Fast forward, fast forward. Now he's on the bus after talking to his caseworker. He's on the bus now. And he's making funny faces at a little boy. The little boy is laughing. And then the mom turns around and says, hey, stop messing with my kid. And then Artie goes, I wasn't bothering him. And then she says, just stop. Leave him alone. That's when... (laughs) But like, it's, it's so uncontrollable to the point where he starts to choke. And not like cough how if you're laughing too hard, you're coughing. He was choking. He was choking. Like he was grabbing at his throat. Only like he needed the Hyman maneuver. Like he was choking. He hands her a card and he said, and the card says, you know, excuse my laughing. It doesn't represent my my uh my my feelings. It's a condition I have. I have schizophrenia. Da. So then she starts to feel bad. She turns her son around and he gets off, and he also said return a car. More on that later. So, um, he gets home, He's ta- he he takes care of his mother, you know. Why not add more sadness to the story? His mom has some type of mental ailment as well, You you can tell. He takes care of his mother, With his mental condition. He's taking care of his mother who has a mental condition. More on that later. So, he's taking care of her. He's bathing her. And then they watch this show. It's called uh, Late Night with Murray Franklin. Murray, if you will. More on that later. So I'm going to get to that later. But uh, with Murray Franklin. So, they watch that show together. Murray Franklin is played by Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro is this talk show host named Murray Franklin, live with Murray Franklin, right? While they're watching the Murray Franklin uh, late night show, um, the camera pans over to the TV, and then then the camera goes. I don't want to say the camera goes inside the TV, but somehow we're at the studio, and Arthur is at the live taping of Live with Murray Franklin. So he's in the crowd. He yells out, I love you, Murray. And then Murray Franklin goes, oh, I love you too. Who said that? And it was Arthur. Arthur stands up. He goes on the stage. He says, I take care of my mom. I love my mom and all that stuff. Murray hugs him and says, "Uh, if I, I wish I had a son like you or something like that. He said something like that. And so they they hug, warm embrace, and then snap back to reality. Arthur is sitting next to his mother on the bed watching the Murray Franklin show. All in Arthur's imagination. And I felt like they did that to set us up with, there's going to be some things that's actually happening, and there's going to be some things that's not. More, more, much more on that later. About nothing, Nation. Let me get your attention before I let this episode finish and tell you all about What Occasion. What Occasion is a travel agency slash party planning committee owned by my cousin, my family, Tamara. Now, you can go follow What Occasion on Instagram at What Occasion, all one word. If you have plans on planning on a birthday party for your 21st, a King Sierra, or you want to take a trip to the Bahamas, Make sure you go with what occasion. Because no matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. So, Arthur then goes back to work, right? Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes back to work. He goes back to work. Like I said, street before the clown. And. He's performing at a kids hospital. It's so oh wait, I left out a big part. He was in the when he got back home from his caseworker before he watched the Murray Franklin show. He was in the elevator, right? And a black woman comes up, beautiful. I mean, she is gorgeous. I think she plays Childish Gambino's baby mama on Atlanta think that's her. I know her from somewhere. So she she runs on the on the elevator with her daughter and stuff, and then the elevator shuts down. And she makes this like, ah, oh, this building is so old and stuff like that. And she does the thing where she made her hand into a gun, and then she put it at her temple, and then she like go like that. you y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. We pretend you shoot yourself in the head because you're so stressed out. And Arthur smiles at her, and then they get off the elevator, and then Arthur goes, "Hey." And he does the same thing, but his is real, like dramatic, animated. When he does it, it's real, like he like he over he goes over the top when he shoots himself in the head. Like he hangs his head down, and he does all this other stuff. And she do, she does like a little smile or whatever, and then she goes to her house. And then Arthur walks in the house and then, you know, he takes care of his mom, watch the Murray Franklin show. Blah 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 blah. Move on. So then he's at a he has another gig as a clown where he's at the kids' hospital. He's prancing around, dancing around, doing all this other stuff. If you have not then you know it wiggle your ears. He's stomping around. And the 38 the 38 falls out of his coat, right? He was a clown just as a doctor. Then the 38 falls out of his coat. He's, it's so clown like. It's so comedic. It's so cartoonish. He tries to go and pick up the gun, but his shoes are like so big. He kicks the gun forward, so he's just chasing the gun around. And he finally gets the gun. He puts it inside his coat, and he does a. He puts one finger up to his lips to the kids, like shh, like that. His boss calls and is like, "Yo, you fired, cause um, Rodney told me that you bought a gun off of him last week." And the joke, and and Arthur goes, "Wait, Rodney told you that, like, like that or whatever?" Even though Rodney gave him the gun for free, right? And um, Arthur also tells the boss, "Like, yo, it's a part of my act and all that stuff." Whatever, Arthur gets fired, and then he. They, 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 he was inside of a uh, phone booth, you know what I'm saying, and it was glass, and he banged his head against the glass and the glass shattered. Well, it didn't shatter, it, it spider webbed the glass uh, spider webbed So, um, he's upset, he goes to the laugh factory, he writes some jokes, or whatever, and, um, and then, by him being fired, he got free time. So, he so the black girl in his apartment he follows her around and all this other stuff, like throughout her day to day stuff, he follows her around and all that and um yeah so like he he follows her around and all that and um wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, this happened after he got fired. So he got fired. So now he hops on the subway to go home. Sitting on the subway. And then there's these three, um, these three, I don't know how, douchebags, pricks. I don't know what else to call them. These three white dudes, I guess they're supposed to be in their early 20s. Like they're supposed to be interns in college. Like they're supposed to be in college and they're interns. On Wall Street. They're harassing this young lady on the subway. Throwing french fries at her. Talking about, hey, don't be mean to him. He's asking you a question. You know you know, dudes like that. So, um, Arthur Fleck, you know, he just got fired after the gun fell out of his uh, joint. So, he's still in his clown uniform with a Dr. Trench coat. And he starts laughing because she looks to him for help. So he starts laughing because I think he feels uncomfortable. You know what I mean? He feels uncomfortable, so he starts laughing. like, <laughs> like He does an uncontrollable laugh thing. like It's not forced. It's uncontrollable because I, I think he feels uncomfortable because I think he feels bad for her. And now she's looking to him for help, but he's probably like, man, I'm outnumbered. So I think he was just in an awkward situation. And he felt uncomfortable. So then schizophrenic, the schizophrenic laughter pops in because he's uncomfortable. But they go over there. They start harassing him. She runs to a different uh subway train car. And then they start harassing him and stuff. And then they're asking him what's so funny and all that stuff. He's just having that. That. Uncontrollable laugh. He's choking, grabbing at his throat, and he tries to reach in and look for his card that says, "Oh, I have schizophrenia." This is a laugh because of that, but he doesn't have any on him. So now he's reaching for it like, oh, damn, like I don't have any. So then they grab his duffel bag. They grab, they pick him up. He starts. He's he's trying to fight back. He's kicking at him and all that stuff. They punch him. They start stomping them, they kicking them, and all that. My man, my man Artie, pulls up the thirty-eight. He shot one of them dudes face off, like square between the eyes. He shot the other homeboy like twice in the chest. He shot Fat Boy uh, in the back of his in the back of his leg, like right in the calf area. He's you know what I'm saying? Dragging his leg, trying to run off the car. Already shoots him. And then they make it outside the train car. Artie running behind him. Pops him right in the lower back. Now he paralyzed. He falls down. He's crawling up the stairs. Already pops him again, twice in the back. Like, fuck fuck He runs upstairs. He runs to a bathroom. And for some reason, Artie does this, does this interpretive dance where it's like real slow and methodic real careful, it's almost like it it it, it 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 calms him, almost, right, it almost calms him, and so he does all that, it's like, all right, all right, I guess he calms down, he starts, if you remember Heath Ledger's Joker, and if you watch any animated series Joker, they have this certain way that they move. Like, it, it's just the way that they move. It's real. It looks unplanned, but then it looks like they don't have control over it. It's, it's, it's confusing. I, it's hard for me to explain. Like, I can show better than I can say it. But I love it, though. It's so Joker. It's almost like, you are worried about what I'm going to do next. I don't even know what I'm going to do next. So that should make you double worried. We both should be worried. Cause I don't even know what's coming next. That's how the Joker moves. So um He he was doing this interpretive. Of-
0: Support for this podcast comes from Magic the Gathering Arena. You know the name. Now play the original strategy card game for free in an immersive digital experience full of explosive action and rewarding challenges. New to Magic? No problem. MTG Arena gives you the tools to become a Magic Master. Learn the basics at your own pace and unlock 15 decks just by playing. Download Magic the Gathering Arena for free on your Mac or PC, available on the Epic Game Store. At Zenny, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone.
1: Dance and stuff like that. And I, I feel like it, it, it was almost like a checkpoint, like a save point. Like, here's a different phase of Arthur Fletcher becoming the joker. He just killed three people. You know. So um I think he's he has sex with that girl. I think he did. I think he had sex with that girl. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. Cause it was at some point he told her to come to the uh show because he does stand up comedy. I think it was before that, actually. Yeah, he had followed her around before he got fired. He was following her around throughout her day. And then she went to the door and was like, oh, were you following me today? And he was like, yeah. And then she worked at a bank. And then she was like, oh, you should have came in and robbed the place. And Artie goes, oh, I, I have a gun. I can be up there tomorrow. And she laughs or whatever. And then he said he does stand up you should come by, and she's like, okay, cool, and all this other stuff, and then, that's what happens, he gets fired, and then he shoots and kills those three dudes, and then, after that, he's aroused by that for some reason, and he goes, and he, and he has, well, he has schizophrenia, okay, and he goes and has sex with, with that, with, the, with his neighbor. Then she comes to the comedy show the following night, she goes to this comedy show, he, he's Up there, he's trying to perform. He's laughing uncontrollably because he's incredibly nervous. So he's laughing a lot. And then he gets the joke out. He says, my mom always said, um, you should enjoy going to school because one day you have to work for a living. And then Arthur says, "Uh, I'm not going to have to work. I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. That's exactly how he delivered it. Real like generic, childlike almost. And you hear canned laughter. Now, if you know what canned laughter is, it's those those sitcom shows. It's like, oh, this is recording in front of a live studio audience when it's really not, because it's canned laughter, like, ah, like it's real canned. That was the sound of laughter after he said that joke. So it was all in his head that the that the crowd was laughing. So after the show, he's walking down the street with uh his new boo. They're walking down the street. And then they got um newspapers up hanging up. That's like, yo, this dude in the clown mask killed these three young white men who had a real promising future. You know, they're white, they're young. And they're males. So of course they have promising futures. And so his date, I forgot what her name was. Did they even say her name in that movie? I don't even think they said her name. So she says, Who- Whoever did kill those three guys, they're my he's my hero, or he is a hero. You no, know, three less pricks and uh three less pricks in Gotham, right? So, they go to a diner, they eat, they laugh, and all this other stuff. And then, um, he's walking home, and he goes upstairs, his mom is watching, um, what's the name? Murray Franklin, the Murray Franklin show. She falls asleep, she talks about, oh, I have a letter I'm trying to send to Thomas Wayne, who's running for mayor or whatever. So she wants to send him a letter. So then he takes his mom into uh, her bedroom. Then he reads the Thomas Wayne letter that his mom wrote to Thomas Wayne. And she said to Thomas Wayne that I need your help. More importantly, your uh, your son needs your help as well. So then Arthur Flett goes, wait a minute. You're saying I'm Thomas Wayne's son? He's banging at the door. His mom's scared, talking about you're going to give me a heart attack. And all this other stuff, and then he was just like, yo, mind, just something was going on or whatever, right? So then afterwards he leaves. Uh, it's the next day uh he leaves. My mind is blanking right now. I don't remember why he left, but he ended up leaving. So when he left, he um I can't remember why he left. Oh, he left to go clean out his uh his locker at his job. That's why he left. He goes to go clean that out. And uh, Rodney comes in and was like, Dang, man, that's messed up. Did you hear about um, those three interns got killed on the train and all that other stuff and all that? And then, no, 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 no. They said, You got fired for bringing the gun to work already? Why did you do that? And he was like, Oh, as Rodney. He's the one that gave me the gun. And Rodney's like, hey, You shut your mouth. You're lying. And all the other stuff. And then Arthur is walking out and he says, Oh, uh, I forgot to punch out. And he literally punches the punch out clock until it falls. And he gets a sharpie. He writes on the wall. Says, it says it's a sign that says, Don't forget to smile. But he crosses out, forget to. And it says, Don't smile. When he crosses out, forget to. Um he gets home. Well, he's walking home. And his mom is in a gurney, a stretcher or whatever. She's being wheeled out of the house. And then Arthur goes, Whoa, 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 what's going on? He on the ambulance. He's in the ambulance now. They're driving to the hospital. They're at the hospital. His his girlfriend is there rubbing his back, kissing his forehead, saying it's gonna be okay about to go get some coffee. He says, okay. And then she walks out of the room. He stands up, looks at the TV and it's the Murray Franklin show. This to me is where things turn and he goes, now he's at a point now where The transformation is starting to really, even in his aneurysms and the way he's, is starting to change. Things are changing for Artie, for Arthur Fleck now. He's becoming the Joker. I hope everybody is enjoying this episode so far, but allow me to take one minute of your time and talk to you about something very important. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can even match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. I don't have a fancy setup. I don't have a studio. It's just me, my iPad, and I hit record. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. So while his mom's in the hospital bed, he looks at the Murray Franklin show, and then Murray puts up this, um, this, uh, clip of Arthur performing at the comedy club. No one's laughing. No one is laughing. So so the canned laughter that he heard was in his head. So, no one's laughing. They're playing the, the video clip of him bombing the, on stage at the comedy club performing. And then he also says a joke where um, growing up, Everyone used to laugh at me because I wanted to be a comedian. Well, who's laughing now? No one was laughing. And then Murray Franklin goes basically along the line of, you know, we're not laughing at you. We're laughing we're not laughing with you, we're laughing at you type thing. So, um Yeah, so then people are laughing like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, he he goes home after being at the hospital with his mom because she had a stroke. Oh, this other part—he was outside smoking a cigarette or whatever. The cops show up like, yeah, we heard you got fired. You had a gun, da 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 da, and all this other stuff. And your boss gave us this card talking about, you know, your laughter, schizophrenia. He said, is that you or is that just a clown thing? And then uh, Artie goes, a clown thing? Like that or whatever. So he says, I got to go take care of my mom. So he, he goes back to the door. And he walks smack dead into the door. And then he he's trying to wave at the camera like, yo, like, let me in type thing. And somebody walks, a doctor or a doctor's assistant, nurse, whatever, walks out. And then the door opens. Then the cop goes, it says exit only. I wonder if that was an accident. Because th- th- there's some parts in movies where it's like it wasn't supposed to happen, but it's so damn good that you got to leave it in there. I-, I feel like that that's what that was. That was like, no, leave that in there. Or maybe it was scripted, I don't know. But I don't know. But that that part was good. I love that part. That 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 was a good part right there. That was good. So anyway, uh where was I at? Oh okay, so then Artie I think I think that's when he went upstairs. Talked to his mom, whatever. So then he went he went back home. Is that what happened next? Yeah. I think he went back home. He went back home. Um... Hold on. Yeah, he went back home. He was laying down. And then on the TV, uh... I think, um... He was back home. And Thomas Wayne came on TV and stuff like that and all that. And then... While all in in the pro they about the protesters and all that other stuff, so then so then um while he was looking at that, he was like, oh, okay you know what i'm gonna I, I'm gonna just go down there because Thomas Wayne is supposed to be my father, so I'm gonna go down there, I'm gonna talk to Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne is down there, I'm gonna go talk to Thomas Wayne, so he goes down there to the protesters. It was at some type of theater where Thomas Wayne was. Yeah, he had all these people down there in clown masks. Because Thomas Wayne called, basically called poor people clowns. Like, you know, that's what clowns do. They kill people on subways, I guess. So, the whole city of Gotham was in the uproar. Because, like, don't call us clowns. Like, y'all look down on us. Just because we're not where you are. Um. Oh, side note. Thomas Wayne was supposed to be played by, um... By, um... Uh, Dang, what's the dude's name? He be playing Donald Trump a lot on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Baldwin. One of the Baldwin brothers. I forgot his first name. But he was supposed to play um, Thomas Wayne. Allegedly. That that was a rumor. He was supposed to play Thomas Wayne. And I can kind of see it, though, to be honest. I can kind of see it. Because dude does look like Baldwin. He does look like him. But, yeah, Duel was supposed to play Thomas Wayne. So, either way, Arthur Fleck sneaks into the theater, puts on this, like, worker's jacket or whatever. I don't know. And he sees Thomas Wayne in there. Thomas Wayne goes to the bathroom. Arthur Fleck follows him, goes to the restroom himself. He sees Thomas Wayne. He's talking to Thomas Wayne like, yo, you're my dad. And Thomas Wayne like goes, no, I'm not. Your mom's crazy. We never even got involved with one another or whatever. Oh, backtrack, backtrack. Arthur Fleck is walking to Thomas Wayne's house to talk to him. And he sees Baby Bruce. Baby Bruce is playing outside. Baby Bruce goes over to the gate. Oh, you're a clown. And Arthur Fleck is doing tricks and all this other stuff. And then he gives it to Baby Bruce. He's doing tricks for baby bruce then he puts his fingers inside baby bruce's mouth to make him smile and then here comes um alfred comes out you know alfred the butler he comes out he goes hey stay away from baby bruce you know arthur goes oh baby bruce is my brother because thomas wayne is my dad penny fleck told me penny fleck there's something wrong with penny fleck they never was involved in one another well My mom said that he's a powerful man type thing or whatever. And then he starts choking, uh, strangling, starts strangling uh, um, Alfred. And then Artie looks at baby Bruce and he lets Alfred go and he runs away. That's when he found his mom having a stroke and the ambulance was there. All right. So anyway, we're at the theater. Thomas Wayne goes, um... You was at my house last night. And then Arthur goes, yeah, you're my dad. Show me some decency. Talk to me. How about a hug or a warm embrace? And then he starts laughing. Thomas Wayne goes, oh, you think this is funny? And then he goes, Artie goes, yeah, I do. Thomas Wayne decks him right in the face. Fires on him. <sniffs> Boop. Fires on him. Touch my son again, and I'll kill you. And then um, it's raining outside and all this other stuff. He walks, uh, Artie walks back home. It's raining outside. And then he walks in to the, uh, the black woman's house. He sits on the couch. She comes outside. I mean, she goes to the living room. And she goes, huh, what are you doing here? How would you get in my house? You, you live down the hall, right? And I go, wait a minute. You let my man... Y'all smashed. Y'all had sex. What are you talking about? You live down the hall, right? I'm like, oh, he has schizophrenia. And then they do a flashback. So when he told her, Oh yeah, you should come to the um to the comedy club, I do stand up. In reality, she was never at the door. Never at the door. When that he went on the date and they were walking around outside, laughing at the diner. She was never there. When they were at the hospital visiting his mom and she rubbed his back, kissed his forehead, she was never there. I think the only thing that happened was when she made her hand into the gun and pointed it at her own temple it was like boom, you know. So while Arya is sitting on her couch, hair dripping with rain because it was rain outside and all this other stuff, he does it again to his own temple. Like, he does that, right? He goes on. And then she looks surprised when he does that, like, <gasps> like that. She looks real surprised. He goes on. He's sitting there in his draws, and then you hear, um, and you, you hear sirens, and you see, like, ambulance and police lights flashing in the background, so that makes, that makes things a little bit uncomfortable, because, because it kind of makes you feel like, wait, did he do something, and then somebody called the police, like, what happened, you know what I'm saying, because if he didn't do anything, I don't know, I feel like there was a connection there, that's just me, I feel like there was a connection. there. So anyway, but, I mean, they never tell us. They never tell us. We've seen him kill other people, but we don't know what happened to her. Maybe that was all in his imagination again. I don't know. It's hard. I, I don't know. So anyway, he heads back to his apartment. He's laughing uncontrollably again and for some reason he goes to the refrigerator he brings all the stuff out of the refrigerator he sits in the refrigerator that 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 was unnecessary i well that was unnecessary for me to tell y'all i think it was necessary for the story because it's just i don't know he just needed to cope so in the morning time the uh it's hard to remember all of these names the talk show murray franklin show. the booker of the murray franklin show calls up Artie Fleck and goes Yo, Murray wants you to be on the show, Artie. He goes, Really? She goes, Yup. So then he goes, I bet. And she goes, next week, Thursday, he was like, cool. So then they hang up. Um he goes to the hospital where his mom is at. And he and he's talking to her. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. He goes to the Arkham... The Arkham Asylum. He goes there. Another... The black dude from uh, Atlanta is on there. Uh, What's his name on Atlanta? Doughboy? I can't remember what his name is on Atlanta. But, um... R.E. goes to Arkham Asylum to get, like, some paperwork on his mom. The black dude goes, oh, yeah, it turns out she has some type of m- mental ailment. Um... Uh, Her boyfriend was abusing her son and all this other stuff. And she just sat by and let it happen. And then Artie rips the folder out of his hands. He runs down the hallway. Come to find out, Thomas Wayne told him, at the theater, yo, you're adopted. Artie goes, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. So then he looks at the paperwork, and there it is. The adoption paperwork is right there. So then he already has a flashback, even though he wasn't even there, to his mom being psyche-valued. Uh, She was going to, like, psychiatric evaluation with some type of doctor at the Arkham Asylum. And he goes, the doctor goes like, yo, you never had anything going on with Thomas Wayne. You you adopted this kid. Thomas Wayne, I guess, helped with the papers or something like that. She feels like, and I kind of feel like, too, because he's such a powerful man. He's a billionaire and all this other crap. That maybe he had an affair with his wife. She ended up pregnant with Artie. And he made it look like uh oh, she just adopted him. I don't know. Cause they also said that her boyfriend was abusive to Artie. I don't I don't know. It's hard for me to say what was real and what was fake because they don't answer the questions at the end of the movie. So I don't know what was going on. So anyway, um Artie gets upset because it's like, Dog, you've been lying. I was getting abused, it's your fault with all the brain trauma I've been suffering, that now I got to go through this and all this other stuff. So he goes visit his mom in the hospital. He suffocates her with a pillow, but he says a line. He said, this whole time, I thought my life was a tragedy, when really it's a comedy. It's all about perspective. He's suffocating his mom. She dies because she's bedridden because of the, um, because of the, uh, what's that called? stroke that she had he goes home he's laying down that's when the uh murray franklin show called like yo come on the show next week thursday all right bet so now he's painting his face and all this other stuff and all that crap he's painting his face and then hears a knock at the door and then he goes and opens the door and it's the dude that sold him the gun and the midget little person And then they walk in the house. Rodney goes, yo, I just want to know what you're telling the cops. Because the cops keep snooping around, talking about a gun, a gun, a gun. And so then Arthur pulls out a pair of scissors, stabs Rodney in the eye, stabs him twice in the neck, beats his head against the wall. The the midget crying like, yo, what is you doing, Artie? Why did you do that? And then uh, Artie tells the midget, oh, fam, you can leave. Go ahead and go. The is trying to leave. And then Artie jumps at him, scares him, like, ah, like that. And then then you hear the little person, his feet patterning on the ground, trying to run away. He can't reach the door lock because Artie closed the door behind him and locked it, double locked it with the chain and everything. He can't reach it. He goes, Artie, can you help me? He gets up, unlocks the door, opens the door, closes the door back, And goes, I forgot the little person's name. Um, And he goes, uh, you've always been the nicest person in the world to me. Kisses him on the forehead and tells him to get out of there. To me, that was a Joker thing to do, too. Joker isn't, he loves chaos, but it has to be controlled chaos. He had nothing against him. He had nothing against him. So it was like, why would I hurt you? I have nothing against you. And that's a Joker thing to do. One thing I did like about that scene, when that uh, midget was so scared in the corner, Arthur was like, yo, do you watch the um, the uh, the Murray Franklin show? And then he goes, yeah, I'll watch it. He's like, I'm going on to on th- be on there tonight. He's like, can you imagine that? me on the telly. I was dying. That was funny. So then, um, fast forward, he's at the Murray show. Oh, he's working on his material because he plans on shooting himself in the head uh, at the live taping of the show. He plans on killing himself on TV. So then, um, yeah, so then, He's there. Murray walks in. And um, Arthur goes. Oh, yeah. Arthur gets decked out. He puts the paint, um, the clown paint on. He has his cigarette. He got the wine-colored suit with the gold-colored uh, vest. He, he looking good, man. He walked down the steps. He, he doing that whole... I know y'all seen the memes of him dancing on the steps and all that stuff. He doing all that. He gets chased. And then the cops that chased him to the subway are the same two cops that was in- interrogating him and asking him questions while his mom had a stroke. They get on the train. There's a bunch of people on the train with clown masks on, so they're telling everybody to take your clown masks off. A scuffle happens. A cop shoots one of the clowns. and clowns start jumping the cops. Alright, so Arthur now Goes that this is the final evolution, this is the final transformation. He tells Murray Franklin, Hey, uh, when you introduce me, can you introduce me as the Joker? Why oh, do you want me to introduce you as a Joker? Well, that's what you called me, right? You called me the Joker. Uh, yeah, cool. I can call you that. He goes on stage, he does this whole pose thing when the curtains open. He goes on stage. He, he's having this banter with uh, Murray Franklin. And then um, Murray asks him to tell a joke. He says, "Not, not." Murray goes, who's there? And then Artie goes, it's the police, ma'am. Your son has been killed by a drunk driver. And then Artie's is laughing. No one else is laughing. They're like, yo, you can't be telling jokes like that on TV. Children are watching. You know what I'm saying? No off-colored brand jokes or whatever. So then they get into this big argument. Artie tells, well, you can't even say Artie anymore. I think he is the joker at this point. He tells him, yo, I killed those three dudes on the subway, by the way. Murray goes, what? You're proud of this? He goes, yup, So is. Um. He said, y'all only in the up war because of what? If it was me laying down dead on the street, y'all will walk right over me, I see y'all every day and y'all wouldn't pay me any mind, even if I was dead, so then um d- so then Joker goes, you want to hear another joke Murray goes, nah, I don't want to hear any more jokes, I think it's time for you to go, he tells his producer to call the police, while they're still on camera, the, cr- the audience is still there and then Junker goes. What do you get when you have a mentally ill uh, citizen being pushed around, kicked, bullied by by civilization, by society, and, and being forgotten and being left behind? You know what I'm saying? He said, "What do you get when you have a mentally ill person basically pushed into a corner?" And is forgotten and pushed around. You get what you effing deserve. Shot Murray Franklin dead in the face, like, blah! I'm like, yeah? They killed Robert De Niro? How y'all gonna kill Bobby? Everybody's screaming, running, crying, and all that stuff. Murray Franklin, at the end of every show, will say, and remember the saying, that's life. And so Joker goes up to the camera and goes, well, that's life. But before he can say, that's life, he said, well, that's life. It cuts off, right? Cops show up. They tackle him to the ground and all this other stuff. It was, it's a great movie, man. It's a great movie, though. It was, it was a real great movie. Real great movie. I, I'm going to do another deep dive episode. This is just a review. Like, a little spoiler alert, I guess you could say. It was a great movie. Like, this episode is going to be almost an hour long. I hope y'all can sit through it. And I hope it was entertaining enough, too. But, like, it was a great movie, though, man. Like, I, I enjoyed watching it two times. Like, I enjoyed watching it. It was a great movie. Fantastic movie, man. It was a great movie. Uh, had a lot of fun seeing it. I give it, like, 3.8, 5 maybe. 3.95, I'll give it. It was a great movie. A fantastic movie, man. It was a great movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's only been out for two weeks. If you haven't seen it, go see it. I might go see it again next weekend. I don't know. If you're in the Murfreesboro area, you might see Apex up in there. It was a great movie. It was a great, great, great movie. I had a lot of fun seeing it two times, man. For real, it was a great movie. Go see it. Oh, yeah, and then at the end, um, they did a lot of head nods to Dark Knight, too, in this movie. But I feel like at the end of the day that this was the origin story of the Heath Ledger's Joker. I don't think that this was the origin story to the Joker, but I think this was the origin story to Heath Ledger's Joker because I feel like he evolved and matured and grew into the Joker that Heath Ledger became. The Joker that we all know and love. That's the Joker we know and love. But I might end up watching Dark Knight on Netflix while I'm at work. That's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. And I, I'm going to do a, a top ten favorite movies list for me too. But um, yeah, man. Joaquin Phoenix, actor of the year. Joker, movie of the year at the Oscars. I'm going to give it to you. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do another deep dive into this movie, because I don't want to make this episode any longer than it already has been, um, but I want to get into like the mental state of things that took place. I was trying to put myself in the Joker's shoes. So I want to bring y'all into that world. So I'm going to do another episode, and I'm going to deep dive on it a little bit more, but 3.95, man. Maybe even a four. I'll give it a four. I'll give this movie a four. This is movie of the year. I'll give this movie a four. And this might be my top 15 favorite movies of all time right here. Like that was, a, It's a great movie. It really is. Anyway, this has been the movie review for Joker. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I hope you was able to get through it. I hope I didn't bore you. I hope I didn't drag it out too long. But this has been an episode of podcast while nothing The movie review for joker i've been your host the until the next time mind your business count your blessings don't be bitter be better and that's life
0: support for this podcast comes from magic the gathering arena You know the name. Now play the original strategy card game for free in an immersive digital experience full of explosive action and rewarding challenges. New to magic? No problem. MTG Arena gives you the tools to become a magic master. Learn the basics at your own pace and unlock 15 decks just by playing. Download Magic the Gathering Arena for free on your Mac or PC, available on the Epic Game Store.